what was it like for you the first time you came to Allen Field House and then as the head coach of Kansas? What did that mean to you? What was your feeling? Uh, um, it was it was probably uh, pretty amazing. Um, you know, I got to play for Coach Smith and played for uh, John McClendon. Um, I I think uh, the reason I got here is Coach um, talked to Monty Johnson about me and. Know, to realize, you know, I've always loved the game and it's been an important part of my life. So when you consider, you know, what went on before I got here, all the people that played here that contributed so much to the game, all the coaches that, you know, coached here and what they've meant to our sport, uh, it was just a remarkable feeling to know that I was going to be part of that. Um, and I remember first game um, I was fortunate enough to coach I went up in the stands and you know met people that have been going to KU basketball games since you know the first year I had the same seats and had this this love for the game um, my first experience here wasn't the best I uh, I was a sophomore at uh, North Carolina I got to sit in the second row um, I had just you know played in the Sunflower Classic, and at K State, um, my seat was so far removed from the real bench that I didn't get there in time for timeouts. <laughs> and I called my mom, and I was a little disappointed. She said to hang in. So when I came here, um, you know the bench was actually in the stands, so I was on the second row. When Coach called my name to go in, when Coach McGuire called my name to go in, it took me so long to take off my britches that I think I missed half the time that he allowed me to play. But things changed when I became the coach. I could decide who played and who didn't. After being hired as coach, what was your first impression of this building then? I mean, you'd been there before, but what did you think of Allenfield House when you when you became coach? I, I think if you looked up in the dictionary what field house, they'd probably say Allen, you know, beside it. It's just probably exactly what you imagine every college arena should be like. Um, and then to see what's been done to it since I've left, you know, I've been fortunate enough, Bill's kept me in the loop and brought me back numerous times, but the fact that um, after all these years, nothing's really changed. You know, it's all about the basketball court and the people that are in it. Um, I, I tell all my friends uh, that really love our sport, you got to come to Allen Fieldhouse and watch a game. There's nothing like it. Uh, and I, that That'll never change in my my view. Coach, uh, you mentioned KU alum, uh, John McClendon, a uh, legendary coach in his own right. Can you tell us what you learned from a person like him? What I learned from, co from Coach? From Coach McClendon. Well, he offered me my first job, actually, at Kentucky State. And I, I decided I wanted to keep playing, but... Um, 
He was uh, the assistant Olympic coach in 1964 when I played. He took a team to, uh, to Russia, Poland, Czechoslovakia. Um, and I just got real close to him and I just, I just admired him, you know, his, his, the respect he had for his players, uh, his knowledge, his love of the game, the way he treated people. I think uh, he's one of the most remarkable people I've ever been around. Maybe one of the brightest. And I remember as a young coach, uh, I met so many um, young black coaches that had either played for him or coached with him that were all over. Just his disciples just teaching the game the way he would expect it to be taught. Uh, you know, and then you, you look back on the things that he accomplished. Uh, it's, it's just remarkable. I'm just, I, I, I think when um, I always look back on my career, I had a great high school coach. Um, I played for Frank McGuire and Dean Smith, John McClendon, Mr. Iva, Pete Newell, Alex Hannum. Um, and then the people that have sat next to me have all, you know, just meant so much to me. So, you know, you wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for all those people. And Coach Mack is, is one of the most influential people I've been around. Coach, how would you like your KU coaching career to be remembered? I don't know. I hope I have some time left. It's your KU coaching <laughs> <laughs> My time at KU? KU yeah, time at KU. I don't. That's for other people. To, I, I just, I, for me, it's just an honor coaching here. Um, and then to watch what Roy did, and then to see what Bill's accomplished, and to know those two guys are a big part of my life. Um, Bill's allowed me to be part of this program. Uh, he's always there for me. I, I, uh, I'm in awe of what they both accomplished proud of the fact that, you know, they're the very best at what they do. So um, I, th I think looking back, though, um, if I look at the players that played for me and the coaches that coached with me and what they've done and what they've accomplished, I think, I think that's the thing I'm most proud of. I wish, you know, Ed was around. Um, you know, I think back on the last game that I was able to coach, and I remember after after we won, I was looking at around for Ed because I thought, how many dads are going to be able to watch their son do what Danny did and be sitting there right there and being a part of it? I, I didn't think anything could be any better than that. Speaking of Danny, I mean, you've coached so many great players yourself. If he hadn't had the injuries that ended his NBA career, essentially, where do you think he would have fit in? What, what would he have accomplished, and where would he stand? I don't even worry about that. I'm worried about what he's accomplishing now. But he was the best college player ever, in my mind. Um, if you look and think about national champs, and you look at what he did, and the the things that that team went through, and 
Um, it's unbelievable. I think he could have probably won three. Uh, 86, everything went wrong. Guys fouled out. He only played 20 minutes. Archie tore his knee, knee up. Um, if Archie would have been he healthy the next year, we would have won in my mind. And then we finally won in 88. I, I always look at it, he should have won three if he had a better coach. <laughs> but, um, but he had a phenomenal career. And uh, I thought he had a great pro career, but when you have two ACLs at the time he had them, if you have an ACL now, it's not career-ending, or it doesn't really debilitate you, keep you from doing things that you're capable of doing. So that's obviously something that, you know, set him back. But um, I'm just so proud of what he's done, and I'm excited for what he's going to be able to do at Wake Forest. Got about a minute, guys. How much do you enjoy being back in the college game at SMU? I mean, I, 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 I'm 74 doing doing this. I, I've been stealing a long time. So, I mean, I love every minute of it. Games, you know, I say this all the time. I don't enjoy games. Always worried that maybe we haven't prepared kids for things that they might see. And then, you know, when you're at a college coaching for as long as I was, there are a lot of things I needed to get up to speed and. You know, having Jarrence and Tim with me really helped me. But uh, I love practice. I love being around young coaches that want to do what I've been able to do and then be around players that, you know, really want to be taught and get better. And SMU's given me that opportunity. And I'm, I'm, I feel very fortunate I'm able to do this and I... I'm hopeful that I can do it for quite a while. I don't look in mirrors anymore, and I don't celebrate birthdays. So uh, if I can continue to do that, why not keep doing this? All right, Coach. All right, thank you. Thank you.